The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, June 16th edition. Hope everybody's ready for the weekend. Got through the Thursday action that, ugly, at least ugly for me. Hopefully, you guys got something good out of that. Sale was filthy. Gonzalez was good on that. Pitching was bad for me. Uh, Rough night. Coors was Coors. When Coors goes Coors... It is interesting because I don't go full coolers more than one or two lineups, so it is what it is. Uh, We have a loaded, locked and loaded 15-game slate tonight. We'll get right into it. Let's look at the weather. Um, Looks like another warm one in a lot of places, so keep an eye on that. In Philadelphia, slight chances of thunderstorms. Hopefully that disappears because we've got some good stuff to target there. Um, overall, though, not too bad. Wind blowing in in Texas between Seattle and the Rangers from right field. That's good because we'd like a pitcher in that matchup. If the roof is open in Houston, it's nice nice and warm and wind blowing out. In Coors, wind blowing across the field from left to right. Wind blowing out in Oakland. And that's about it. Looks like if everything goes as planned, weather is pretty friendly tonight. Let's get a look, quick look at your game totals tonight. Cardinals, Orioles, 8.5. Cubs at Pirates, 9.5. Diamondbacks at Phillies, 9. White Sox at Jays, 8.5. Nationals at Mets, 7.5. Dodgers at Reds, 9.5. Rays at Tigers, 9.5. Marlins at Braves, 9. Mariners at Rangers, 10. Padres at Brewers, 9.5. Indians at Twins, 10. Red Sox at Astros, 9.5. Giants at Rockies and Coors Field at 11. Yankees, A's, 7.5. Royals, Angels, eight and a half. So we got a couple low totals. Other than that, we got offense to enjoy today. And we kick it off on the mound with our top-priced arm and top-priced target, the one and only Mad Max Scherzer, $12,900. Mad Max is, as advertised, going up against the Mets, who strike out 19% of the time versus right-handed pitching. But they are very, 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 very depleted. Uh, they now have lost Neil Walker. Last night they lost one Lagars to injury. So basically he's going to have to worry about um, Jay Bruce, some little Lucas Duda who's been hitting pretty well, Conforto with his lingering back issues. You know, Suspedis is back, sure. But you're worried about the lefties against Max if you're worried about anybody. The lowest team total on the board, 352. Lefties hitting 316, righties 197 versus Max. We know he gets up the long ball from time to time. He's got one of the best swinging strikes rates in all of baseball at 15.6%. A very, very low hard con or a very, very yeah, low hard contact rate of 27%. Last 30 days, barrel fip rate uh is 10th best at 2.81. He's getting barreled up 5% of the time, striking out 39.13% of the batters he's facing. Almost 40% of the batters he's facing are striking out. Mad Max is definitely worth the look at $12,900 tonight. 
Next up, Luis Severino at 11,500 in good old Oco Coliseum. It's the Oakland A's. Great pitching environment. Wind's blowing out a bit. It's going to be warm. It's definitely warm out here on the, on the West Coast in the next uh, over the whole weekend into next week. We've got a heat wave in here for about a week, they're saying. So uh, it's going to be warm. Good hitting environment, but the good pitching ballpark might help offset that. He pitches in Yankee Stadium, for crying out loud. And he's been outstanding. Um, one earned, two earned, one earned, no earned. Those were his last four starts against Baltimore at Toronto, at Baltimore, home against Kansas City. Uh, 21 or more points in all of those, 27 and a half in three of four of those. He has been just great. Seven or more Ks in all of those. Kid is as advertised going up against an Oakland team who strikes out quite a bit, striking out almost 25% of the time versus right handed pitching. You got Severino who um, a swinging strike rate of 12.1, an outstanding ground ball rate of 54.7%. Last 30 days, 15th best barrel fit. we got a lot of good barrel fit guys tonight. Um, he's got a barrel fit of 297, which is outstanding. He's only getting barreled up 3% of the time. In the last 30 days, striking out 28.46% of the batters he faces. Severino, outstanding option tonight. Like him a ton. Another one, our third one in the high-priced range, is uh, Carlos Martinez, $11,300. Um, he'll go overlooked in this range for the fact he's going up against Baltimore. Baltimore, yes, they have a good offense, but but people need to look at Baltimore as a whole. A, their team is struggling. Like, I think they're 10-22 and 22 their last 32 after a hot start, so they're losing games for one. B, their offense is literally the most bipolar thing I've ever seen. It's so hot and cold. Seamart has been outstanding outstanding of late. We're talking 48.3, Those are his DraftKings points. And he's not going up against slubs. Jays, Cubs, and others are in that mix. He's striking guys out. He's been very, very good. Uh, Baltimore strikes out 22.6% of the time versus uh, right-handed pitching. He has an outstanding... Ground ball rate of 50.9%. A pretty good swinging strike rate of almost 11%, which is really, really good. You got Baltimore, who's had a team total of 4.17. Lefties are only hitting 310. Righties, who, you know, a lot of the thump outside of Chris Davis, who's got a bad back. So you got Trumbo, Jones, Machado, Scope. Righties are hitting 241 off of Carlos Martinez. He's done a phenomenal job off right-handed bats. Now, sure, they can run into one because they have great power. But the matchup is phenomenal. And in the last 30 days, he's third best on the barrel fit behind Robbie Ray and Chris Archer. A 2.09 barrel fit. Getting barreled up, listen to this, 0.7% of the time. Outstanding at limiting the hard contact right now. Striking out 29.58% of the batters he's facing. A blow-up's always possible, but he is, he is in great form right now in a phenomenal matchup. Out of the three top arms right here, he will be overlooked more than anybody because Mad Max, he's great. He's awesome. Probably the top option, period. You got Severino, great matchup against Oakland. Oakland has some weird power, especially against righties. There's no doubt. Severino's a beast. I love him. And then you got Seymour, who's so over. I love all three of these pitchers. I wish they were by themselves on their own slates. I love them that much. But Seymour will be extremely low overlooked. I don't want people to forget him. Um... Uh, He's got the most potential, I think, for a blow-up outside of Max just because Max can give up the home runs that piss you off. Uh, you never want to use the word safe in DFS. Severino should, quote-unquote, be the safest, but that's never good. But these three guys are in great spots. I'm not the biggest fan of paying for pitching, as we talk about, but these guys look good. If i got to rank them, I'm going Scherzer, Severino, Seamark, but it's literally like... Scherzer's by himself, but you could almost go 1A, 1B, 1C. It's that close tonight. Scherzer should, just because the upside's there with him, if he can just be that filthy. We know the, the level he can get to when he's really on that we haven't seen Severino and Seamart get to. But those guys have gotten so close to that level at times. So really good options on the top three tonight. Really, really like them tonight. Now we dip down below the five-digit range. I'll give you three guys in our next tier. We got Carlos Carrasco at $9,400 at the Minnesota Twins. Carrasco's been quite the uh, mystery, but 
He's he's been up and down. Let's just put it that way. And the uh, upside in points has not been there. That's the frustrating part. He's going up against a Minnesota Twins team that is striking out 22.3% of the time. Carrasco is striking out by almost 25% of the batters he's facing. Really good stri- swinging strike rate of 11.6%. Limiting the hard contact to 30.1%. All good numbers. You like all this. But uh, Minnesota does have a team total of 474. Lefty's hitting 314. Righty's 278. We know Minnesota's got some thump. Most of um, Dozier and Sonoa are from the right side. Carrasco can limit that. It uh, It's a good matchup. It's a very intriguing matchup. If you want to be a little different in GPP, a lot of guys will look at those top three guys I've just you know drooled over. So Carrasco could get overlooked. Um, and he has the ability at any given time to go out there and throw that gym. So... I don't know. I think he'll be overlooked and low-owned. I'll, I'll just say that much. He scares me because he has, hasn't put that big game together in a while. And Minnesota's been swinging a pretty hot bat. Uh, they had that one down game against Seattle. But it seems like they've been, for the most part, pretty consistently putting up some good offense. So be careful with him. But at the same time, there is some really, really intriguing upside with Carlos Carrasco. Uh, next up, GPP only. Just because he struggled... His first start from the DL was really good, but he struggled his last two. But we know what he can do when he's facing a team that struggles against lefties, but it's in a very good hitter's ballpark. Wind blowing in from right, which is nice. But James Pax is $8,800. Uh, the lefty struggled against Toronto, struggled against Minnesota, but then was phenomenal in Colorado. Those three starts since coming off the DL. He's only gone four innings, five innings, five and a third since returning from the DL. Hasn't gone more than 96 pitches. But we do know the potential that Paxton does have if he can find it. Like I said, he's been mighty, mighty shaky since coming off. So GPP only. Don't do not put him in a cash game. But uh, he is facing a Texas team that does strike out twenty seven percent versus left handed pitching. They struggle big time versus lefties. Paxton is striking out twenty seven percent of the batters he faces. Uh, he has a swinging strike rate of almost thirteen percent, which is outstanding. Ground ball rate of almost 44%. Hard contact rate is only 28%. Home run to fly ball of only 4.2%. He has great stuff. I don't know if he's still like trying to figure it out from coming off the DL or what it is. He is a top-notch pitcher. We saw that before he got hurt. We saw it last year. He The guy is great. Uh, the Rangers have a 4.85 team total. Um, lefties are hitting 282. Righties 293 off Paxton, which is outstanding. Uh, Texas only has a 285 Woba versus lefties, which is dreadful, and a 139 ISO, which is below average. Uh, when you look at the matchup and all the peripherals and all the numbers, everything points to just greatness from Paxton. But then you look at what Paxton has done lately, and it makes you just go, ugh. That's why it lines up as a potential GPP play. Be careful, but it's one of those that no one's going to really – run to him. If they do, I'll be surprised. If they do, I mean, people are actually getting savvy to like tournaments and trying to win big bucks because this is the kind of play that most people won't turn to. And if it hits, it's huge. It boasts, it boosts you way above because this isn't one of those where it's like a tournament play where the guy can get you like 15 points. This is the tournament play that if he goes off to his potential, he's getting a 28, 32, like big boy points. And that's what we're looking for. And when you're getting that at like 2% ownership, that's huge. So I'm totally not – like I, I have to echo it so much. I'm not saying go all in on packs. I'm not saying put him in cash games. But he's a very sneaky GPP play. Everything lines up to just peripheralize phenomenal stuff. It's just he has not looked right since coming off the DL. Next up, the last one in this little tier for us is Sean Manaya, who I love a ton. The kid has been great since coming off the DL. Um, he was a big-time prospect, looked great in the second half last year. Just like he tinkered with things, got it right. Since coming off the DL has been phenomenal. Two earned, two earned, one earned, no earned in his last four starts. He's gone seven in three of those four, six in the other. 20.4, 23.3, 33.4, 32.8. DraftKings points in those four starts at Tampa, against Toronto, at Cleveland, and at the New York Yankees. Yes, at New York, seven innings, four hits, no earn, one walk, eight strikeouts. Oh, he faces the Yankees tonight in Oco Coliseum. 
Manaya has been a beast, folks. And no one owns him. No one. No one. Like I said last night, no one wants to own pitchers against the Yankees. Sonny Gray threw five great innings and then got control issues, gave up a couple ground ball singles, and it unraveled in the sixth. He was throwing great. Manaya's pitching better than Sonny Gray these days. I love Manaya tonight. Uh, it's the Yankees. We know they can hit anybody under the sun, which makes them a great GPP play. So if you feel like rolling the dice, do it. When we look at Manaya's numbers, we have him here. Yankees striking out 23.2% of the time versus uh, lefties. Manaya in the last 30 days, 11th best on the barrel FIP, 2.89 FIP, getting barreled 2.44% of the time, which is outstanding. Striking out 26.02% of the batters he's facing. You take a deeper dive. He has an outstanding. This is almost Scherzer like. Scherzer was 15.6. Manaya, 15.1% swinging strike rate. Walks are always a concern. He's walking almost 10%, but the swinging strikes outstanding. Ground ball rate of 46.7%. Ground or home run to fly ball less than 10%. Kid's good. Kid's really really good. And something that's really odd you don't see much. Third lowest team total on the slate tonight is the New York Yankees. New York Yankees, 3.92 team total. And uh, lefty's hitting 218 off Mania. Righty's only 312. Very intriguing spot. You know, you got Gary Sanchez. You got Aaron Judge. You got Matt Holliday. Even Chris Carter. Starring Castro. I get it. I get it. I get it. But GPP-wise, Sean Mania, I'm on the train. I will have some. I will sink with the ship or I will ride. And I will ride. Enjoy. So, in your mid-tier, you got Carrasco, Paxton, Manaya. I, I rank it uh, Carrasco. Actually, I rank it Manaya, Carrasco, Paxton. That's my ranking. So, Manaya, Carrasco, Paxton. Now to our punt plays. We'll go over real quick like. We got four of them. Uh, Joe Biagini, 6,900 at home against the Chicago White Sox. In three starts since getting stretched out from 95 on. 95 pitches on. He's gone uh, six or more innings, seven in his last two starts. He's gotten you 15.6 or more DraftKings points in all those starts, five or more Ks in all those starts. It's at Seattle, at home against the Yanks, at home against Texas. Those are good offenses, um, are pretty good offenses. Chicago White Sox, you know, they're hitting better. There's no doubt about that. Biagini's facing a White Sox team, strikes out 23.4% of the time. Biagini striking out 21.4%, things I do love about Biagini. An outstanding ground ball rate of 59.4% and a hard contact rate of only 24.7%. And a great home run to fly ball of only 7%. All those things line up very, very nicely. Um, love everything about that. And the White Sox. Doo, 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 doo. Where'd you go? Only a team total of 396. Fourth lowest on the slate. Get a punt pitcher with the fourth lowest team total on the slate. It's outstanding. Lefty's hitting 292. Righty's 264 off Biagini. So that's outstanding. Uh, White Sox, 298 Wobo, which is way below league average against righties. Be a genie. Uh, the White Sox are hitting better. So their Wobos, it's improving, but still pretty damn bad. But uh, as a whole, as a punt, Be a genie's got some tremendous upside. Next up on your punt plays, you got Mike Fires. This is only if you like to literally, literally have a lineup go on fire and, no pun intended, go on fire in like two minutes. Or you want to ride to the sky. Because Fires, I, if anybody remembers, I recommended him as last start out. And this is what he did for you. Seven and a third, two hits, no earned, eight Ks for 33.5 points against the Angels. He's got you 33.5, 14.5, and 24.7 his last three starts. He's pitched really, really well. Zero earned, two earned, two earned, eight Ks, four Ks, eight Ks his last three starts. I know he's bad. I know he gives up a lot of home runs. He hasn't given up one in his last three starts. Zero home runs in his last three starts. He has a ground ball, ground ball to fly ball, 10 to 4, 7 to 5, 10 to 1, his last three starts. He's pitched really, really well. I haven't found any article on what he's changed. I Trust me, I've looked because I am baffled like everybody else, but I've been paying close attention because I fade the crap out of him. And trust me, I'll have a Boston stack. There is no doubt. But. 
I talk to Boston fans a lot. I have a really good friend, Doc, who you guys know from the sports DJs, who's a Boston fan. And he texted me again last night. We talk about it all the time. And Boston Mo, who I do a podcast where we talk about how frustrating the Boston offense is. They can blow up or they don't. But if people, one thing they don't do is they don't hit home runs. They'll hit them once in a blue moon. But with a team with as much offense as they should have, they should be with like the Yankees, and they're not. Now, tonight they'll probably hit seven for saying this, but they just they don't on the season. Fires has been sneaky good. No one will own him tonight. The Red Sox don't strike out a ton. They strike out 18.6% of the time. Fires is striking out 20.5%. His ground ball rate is up to 47.2%, which is really good. His hard contact rate is up to 29.8%, which is really, really good. Um, and his swinging strike rate is up to 10.1%, which is really, really good. His numbers are improving drastically. It is really, really crazy. And if you look at the team totals, Boston's middle of the pack at 4.6, which is high. But on a day where there's a ton of high totals, that's middle of the pack. Lefties are hitting 317, righties 372. In that small ballpark, righties reverse splits is scary. Uh, a Wilbur of 323 is a little above average. And an average ISO of 146 for righties. I'm not saying Fires is safe by any means. It's scary. It's terrifying. But it's a GPP dream. If it hits, it's gold. I'm not even saying it just to try to be, you know, oh, I'm the guy that said it, like, praise me. No. I'm saying it because I will put him in a lineup or two because I know it can go horribly, horribly wrong, just like Gaselman did last night. But the upside was there. You saw how good he pitched for for three innings. If Gaselman holds on for two or three more innings last night, that was gold. That's all you're looking for with your GPP plays. If you're playing catch, don't play these guys. It's that simple. It's just, it's just how you have to play it to win money. You have to gamble. And Fires is that kind of gamble. Next up, uh, Sean Newcomb at 6500 bucks. The rookie for the Braves coming up for his second start. He looked really, really good his first time out. I was bummed he was in the second game of a doubleheader and not on the slate. He threw six and a third, four hits, no earn, seven Ks for 24.7 points. Kid is a top, top-notch prospect, really, really good. He threw that at home against the Mets. He's at home again. SunTrust we know is a hitter's ballpark, but he's a lefty, which kind of nullifies the, the power zone in right field. The ball still flies out, but not as much to left as it does to right. Uh, he's facing a team that strikes out 20.7% of the time to lefties. Uh, you got to take these numbers with a grain of salt, but 52.9% ground ball rate, 12.5% swinging strike rate, but those are all very small sample size. Marlins have a team total of 4-4-4. They do hit lefties well, but it's mainly like Ozuna and Stanton, and that's really all you worry about. Ria Milta has righties better than lefties. Um, Newcomb's in a really interesting spot. He said uh, he's got a tremendous upside in this matchup. Uh, good K upside. I like him. I like him a little bit at sixty five hundred bucks. And my fourth one, another interesting punt play, kind of in the fires column, is Aaron Nola. Uh, he's probably a little better than fires. He's sixty three hundred bucks at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. I know uh, it's it's a hitter's environment and it's the D backs as people are going to panic, but Arizona outside of Chase has not been the same. We saw them struggle in Detroit. We saw them get no hit in Miami. We've seen them just get shut down in places. I know those are two pitchers' ballparks. I get it. But um, even in Milwaukee, they had a, like a one or two big games. They also got shut down a couple times. It's just they haven't been the same team outside. That's almost like what the Rockies used to be before this year. Um, so keep an eye on that. That makes for an interesting play. Nola's been pretty good. Uh, three earned his last start, one earned prior. His back-to-back good starts. Those are both on the road. Pretty good, uh, lively arm with Nola since coming back from the DL. Uh, D-back strikeout 23% of the time versus righties. Nola 21.9% strikeout rate. 10.2% swinging strike. 49.2% ground ball. 28.2% hard contact. All outstanding for Nola. Love all of that. Uh, when you're looking at the D-backs, also nice 4.37 uh, team total, which is on the lower half of the slate. Lefty's hitting 315, righty's only 297 versus Nola, like that a lot. So it's a it's a GPP only. You're gambling on the D-backs struggling on the road yet again. First game in Philly. So GPP only. So your four GPP plays. 
Biagini, Fires, Newcomb, Nola. You're going Biagini number one, Nola number two, Newcomb number three, Fires number four. I love Fires, but it's so risky. That's why I'm at four. So top tier, Scherzer one, Severino two, Seamart three, but I love them all. Second tier, Manaya one, Carrasco two, Paxton three. Fourth tier, Biagini one, Nola two, Newcomb three, Fires four. Let's get in to your bats and kick it off with the catcher's position. And as always, it is started off with Mr. El Gary. Gary Sanchez going up against Mr. Sean Manaya at 4900 bucks. He's day-to-day. I watched most of that game, but I stopped at about the seventh inning. They're saying he's day-to-day, so I missed that. He's 4900 if he's in the lineup. Buster Posey, he left after homering last night. See if he's in the lineup. He's 48. You got Salvi Perez, 41 versus Chavez. Uh, your highest price guy that I'll get behind, Alex Avila, 4K against Ramirez, Irasimo. Um, that's a great price tag against Arasho Ramirez for Alex Avila at $4,000. Uh, McCann at 4K, Riamuto, 4K versus Newcomb. Mike Zanino at 3900 versus Tyson Ross, making his first start of the year for the Rangers. You got Yadier at 38 versus Gossman. Gossman is a mess, so if you want to roll the dice with Yadier, you can. Jonathan Lucroy versus the lefty. If you're fading, Paxton Lucroy is 38. Uh, got Ionetta at 37. Tyler Flowers at 37. Wellington Castillo at 36. I would not go there. Austin Hedges is up to 36 versus Junior Guerra. How did I miss Junior Guerra on the list? Where the hell is he priced at? Okay. Junior Guerra is 6200 I missed that. There is upside there. If you want to go there... Um, 6200 bucks at home against San Diego. It's a pitcher's environment, but there's K upside with Junior Guerra. I'm going to go back to that. San Diego strikes out almost 26% of the time. Guerra is only striking out about 17%, but he's got a good swinging strike rate of 10.5 and a, a very low hard contact rate. Um, so the, And the lefties only hit 264, righties 296, and only have 298 Woba for the Padres versus righties. So Junior Guerra at 6200 bucks is definitely... An option as a punt. I will definitely throw that in there. I don't know how I missed that. I apologize for that. But uh, Junior Guerra, definitely in play. Throw him in there at uh, number three. Move Newcomb to four and Fires to five in your punts. So it goes Biagini, Nola, Guerra, Newcomb, Fires. My bad on that one. Wow. Don't know how I missed that one. That's a good good punt play with Guerra. Okay, back to the catchers. Like I mentioned, you had Hedges at 36. Um, you got Grandal, phenomenal play against Adelman in Great American Small Park at 3,600. Evan Gaddis versus the lefty Pomeranz at 36 is a really good looking play. Gaddis versus the lefty is really, really solid. If Chris Herman gets to start versus Nola at 35, he's in play. Not bad at all. After Chris Herman, you're looking at the likes of uh, Jason Castro versus Carrasco at 34 is okay. Uh, Russell Martin versus the lefty Quintana. Martin's third base and catcher eligible. Remember that. He's 3400 bucks versus Quintana. Is not bad at all. Um, you got uh, Wilson Contreras, 3300 versus Trevor Williams. Trevor Williams is a mess. If you look at the barrel fifth last 30 days on the bad side of things, Trevor Williams is 22nd worse, getting barreled up 5.22% of the time, which is really, really, really bad. Uh, as you go down the catcher's position some more, you got Devin Mezzarocco versus Travis Wood at 3,300. Sorry, Tom Murphy versus Samarja and Coors at 33. Or, or Tony Walters at 32, depends on who catches there. As you continue to go down the list, you get some different options. Uh, da, 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 da. Steven Vogt at 29 versus Severino if you want to go that route. Matt Weider switch hitting at 29 versus Steven Matz is okay. Derek Norris, or Derek Norris versus the lefty Norris from Detroit at 2800 bucks. Derek Norris has some really good power versus lefties. So there's some upside there at 2800 bucks. I like that a lot. Um, there's another one down here I like a ton. Sandy Leone's 2700 bucks versus Fires if you want to go there. Uh, James McCann, 26 versus Ramirez and Rossimo. Uh, there was one I liked down here a ton. Where the hell was he? There he is. Uh, Patrick Corbin's pitching for Arizona. And the Phillies, you know, they're not the most potent offense in the world, but they do have some tremendous upside against left-handed pitching. And Corbin is getting spanked by righties this season. Cameron Rupp has not been consistent, but he has upside 
like no one's business, and he's twenty two hundred bucks. So if you're gonna punt, there aren't much better punts out there. Twenty two hundred bucks for Cameron Rupp is really, really, really good. Uh, I like Rupp uh, at twenty two hundred, Norris at twenty eight. If you want to save some money at catcher, I'd go those routes. You got uh, Avila at the top at four K. Kind of mix and match. Catcher's, yeah, kind of ugly. I wouldn't spend too much there unless you're on Avila. Going to first base, Goldschmidt, 5,600. Mark Reynolds, 51 and Coors. E5, 4,900. Zimmerman, 49 versus Mats is a good look. Anthony Rizzo has led off twice. He's gone deep twice to lead off games. He's 4,800 versus Trevor Williams, and he's a great play again because I said Williams is a just joke. Votto at 48 versus Wood. Cody Bellinger, first base outfit eligible, 4,800 bucks versus Adelman is a great play tonight. I love Cody Bellinger tonight. Most people should love Cody Bellinger tonight. Desmond, 4,700. Brandon Belt, 46, are both in play in Coors. Jose Abreu, 45. Matt Holiday, 45. Matt Carpenter, 44, versus Gosman is a really, really good play tonight. Car- Carpenter is on fire. I think I saw he's got a nine-game hitting streak now. And he's got like six straight games of doubles or something. He's on fire. Lomo, 4,300. I know a lefty starting, but he can still rake. Don't forget him. Justin Smoke is a switch hitter and hits lefties really, really well. He's 4,300. Mitch Moreland is 4,300 hitting cleanup against Fires. Not a bad price tag there. Uh, you got Trey Mancini at 42. Eric Hosmer, 42. Jay Bruce at 41 if you want to be contrarian. Matt Davidson's up to 4K now. He was a fun value. 4K is a little much. You got uh, Eric Thames. First base outfit eligible is only 4K. That's a great price tag. You went deep last night. Hitting a little better of late. Diaz is a relief pitcher for San Diego. He went two innings last time out, so you're going to get him for a short duration and then their bullpen in Milwaukee. So Thames definitely in play at 4,000. Matt Abbott, Adams against Straley at 4K is a good look. Miggy Cabrera finally went deep after 21 games with no out of home run. He's 3,800 bucks. Josh Bell, 38 versus Butler is okay. Kendris Morales at 3700 bucks is a nice value with some upside. Don't mind that at all. Tommy Joseph, some power upside versus Corbin at 37. Nice look there. Yonder Alonso at 36. Good value there if you're fading Severino. Like maybe a one-off with some power or something or a little mini stack against Severino. It's a ballsy play as good as he's pitched, but I get it. I get it. It's GPP stuff. Lucas Duda at 3,500. Tyler Moore. No, he's a lefty, lefty. Don't go there. Ryan Healy at 34. If you want to get weird. Um, is he lefty? I don't think he's a lefty. If Jose Martinez is starting for the Cardinals, he's 3,300 bucks. I know he's a right handed bat, but righties are hitting Gossman extremely well. He's first base outfield eligible. Might want to use him in the outfield as a cheap play. He's 3,300 bucks. Keep an eye on him because Gossman's just a joke. So. Cardinals bats are in play. He's a cheap option to get a piece of that action. Hanley Ramirez is down to 3300 bucks against Fires. Those reverse splits there, that's a nice upside play there. Carlos Santana is down to 3200 bucks against Turley. Turley got shelled by the Giants. He'll, he'll only go like 75 pitches, and he got Minnesota bullpen in there. So keep an eye on Cleveland and Santana at 3200 Really, really cheap. There's a lot of options at first base tonight. My God. And some cheap ones. Uh, if you want to get just... Really GPP, Chris Carter against the lefty Manaya at 2900 I wouldn't go there, but you can. Uh, so, yeah, really good options. Some really cheap ones, some expensive ones. Like, I love Bellinger. I love Rizzo. There's some middle-packed ones. Lost the like at first base. Second base, Dozier against Carrasco at 49. You got starting Castro against the lefty Manaya at 47. Altuva versus the lefty is always good at 46. Uh, Daniel Murphy against his old club. You can hit lefties just fine, 44. Brandon Drury at 44 versus Nola. You got uh, LeMahieu and Coors at 44. Ian Happ is 4,300 versus Trevor Williams. That's a good-looking play right there. I like that quite a bit. Uh, Joe Panic and Coors is 43. You got Harris Salarte versus Junior Garris, 42. One thing about uh, – oh, no. Yeah, Salarte – the, the Padres have been hitting better of late. It's the one thing I will say. We stacked them quite a bit lately, as you've known. So I don't mind playing some Padres bats if you want to. But Salarte's 42. Uh, Robbie Cano, 41. Seattle's definitely in play. Tyson Ross, we know how good he used to be. First start back. I don't know. I think he's going to have a low pitch count. So you have Texas bullpen. 
He had a 7-7-1 ERA and four rehab starts in AAA. He only threw 18 innings combined in those four rehab starts. He did not look really, really, really mixed results. Robbie Cano at 4100 bucks has tremendous value in that ballpark. Uh, Chris Taylor in Cincinnati is a really good-looking play at 4100 second base outfield eligible with that upside against Adelman. Uh, Jose Ramirez at 4K against Turley second base, third base eligibles. Pretty cheap price for him. I like that a lot. Uh, Ian Kinsler at 3800 bucks. Jed Lowry at 3800 He went deep last night. There's some upside there with Merrifield, 3800 Eric Sogard, second base shortstop eligible. Leads off against righties, hitting lefties well, like I mentioned. Had a good game last night. He had, he's 3700 that Milwaukee stack I mentioned last night played very, very well against Waka. It is definitely in play again tonight against Diaz. Uh, as you go on, you have the likes of... Where'd he go? Chad Penders, 3K. He's kind of slowing down a bit. He's always got home run upside, but average-wise, just not there. Wilmer Flores, 2800 bucks for Scherzer. Second base, third base. He went deep last night. Um... He's always got home run potential, but you roll that dice if you want for Scherzer. I'm looking for our guy, but I don't. I had to have gone past him. He's a righty against Junior Guerra. You should know who I'm talking about by now. But let me find him. Where did he go? Did his price tag go up that much? Oh, yeah, there he is. He's right above Eric Sogard. Jose Perella, 3,800 bucks. First junior Gary's a righty against Guerra, leading off for San Diego. Going to third base, Jacob Lamb against Aaron Nola, 5200 bucks. Not a bad play at all. Aaron Otto had a big game last night, as expected. He's 5200 versus Samarja. Samarja in the past has pitched pretty well in Coors, to be honest. Um, I just can't get in front of Colorado right now. Eduardo Nunez, 4900 versus Satella. Josh Donaldson versus the lefty at home in Toronto, 4700 bucks. a very enticing play. Chris Bryant at 47 versus the Williams is a nice-looking play. At Donaldson at 4700 bucks is really nice. Hernan Perez at 47 versus Diaz is a very nice play. I'm liking that Milwaukee stack, folks. That team total for Milwaukee, let me get into that real quick. Because when you look at uh, Milwaukee, where would you go? Yeah, they have one of the higher ones on the board. So you got Coors, you got Colorado, the Giants, of course. You got Cleveland against Turley, who I mentioned to you. Seattle versus Ross, who I mentioned to you. Dodgers versus Adelman, who I mentioned to you. So I love all three of those. Then you got the Brewers at 5.10. That Brew Crew stack, folks. I like it. Hernan Perez, third base outfield eligible, 47. Mike Moustakis having a great year at 46 for Chavez. Travis Shaw, there he is, 4,600 bucks. Like that play a ton. You can play Hernan in the outfield if you need to. But I play Travis Shaw for sure. Lefties are hitting Diaz really, really well, but you're only going to see him once probably. So think him and then the bullpen. Justin Turner versus Adelman's outstanding. Turner hits righties really, really well at 4500 Castellanos is up to 4300 bucks. Our value is gone, but he's still crushing it. Uh, Josh Harrison at 43 is a good-looking play. Machado, 42. Miggy Sano at 41. Not bad. He's facing Carrasco. Longo versus a lefty at 4K is in play. I mentioned Jose Ramirez already. Eduardo Escobar is crushing it. He's third-base shortstop eligible. It is Carrasco, so be careful, but 3900 bucks with some upside. Uh, Corey Spangenberg, third base outfield eligible. He's up to 3900 bucks. His price tag has skyrocketed. I liked him at value. I don't know if I can pay that for him, but no one's going to pay for him. So it's still some value at a, at a rough position in a good hitter's ballpark. So definitely upside there, but 3900 bucks a little more than I'd like, but I can pay, I can, I can see paying for it. Adrian Beltre versus the lefty Paxton at 3900 bucks. If you're not, Pitching Paxton, that's not a bad price tag for Beltre's upside. Uh, Eugenio Suarez versus the lefty Wood in Great American Small Park at 39 is a good-looking play. Uh, Jericho, 3,700 versus Gossman's very much in play. Kyle Seeger, 3,700 versus Ross, I like that a ton. That's really good value there. Uh, Rendon at 3,500 versus Matz is a really solid play. That's a cheap price tag for Rendon, wow. I mentioned Healy already. Yeah, Bregman at 3,400 versus Pomerantz. He's starting to slump again, but there's some upside there. Uh, keep an eye on Mikel Franco. He's slumping, but he's 3,100 versus Corbin. Tremendous upside, as I mentioned. Righties are smoking Corbin, and in that ballpark, that could be a sneaky play come games in. Louis Valbuena, Kennedy's got tremendous strikeout upside, but also fly ball upside. Valbuena, first base, third base at 2,900. If you need a punt for some reason, he's there. 
mentioned Wilmer Flores. Ryle Ruiz, $2,800 for Straley. Always a decent punt option at third base for the Braves. TJ Rivera will be first base, third base, $2,600 for Scherzer, but please don't play that. I don't even care if he goes off. Don't play that. And they don't even have our Chapman play in here yet, unless he's at a different position and I missed it. That's disappointing. Going over to shortstop, Trey Turner at 5,100 versus Mats is a good-looking play for sure. I like that a lot. Corey Seager at 4,800. Xander Bogart at 48. Both good-looking plays. Simmons at 46. Lindor at 45. Elvis Andrews at 45. If you're not using Paxton, Andrews is on fire. Carlos Correa at 44. He's that far down the shortstop list. I hope he gets overlooked because that is outstanding for Carlos Correa. Chris Owens at 44. Jody Mercer is at 44 or at 4,000. Wow. D. Gregorius at 4K. DD hits lefties well. Don't sleep on him. Mentioned Escobar already. Zach Cozart's day to day at 4,000 versus Wood. B. Cross at 38. Trevor Story's at 38. I let him Diaz at 37. I like Zo- I mentioned Sogard at 37. I like that. Kiki Hernandez at 36 against Adelman in Great American Small Park. I know he's not a lefty, but it's not a bad look. I don't mind it. He's swinging a pretty good bat right now. It's really weird to say about Kiki. Uh, as you go down the list, you have the likes of... Uh, man, you got some bad players down here. Our, our, our punts have all gone up in price. JT Riddle's 29, but he's facing a lefty. Uh, you can try Jose Reyes if you want a 29, but I just, Jose sucks. Freddie Galvis, 28. Troy Tulowitzki, 2700 bucks for Quintana. Tulowitzki's been really bad, but he's facing a lefty at home. As a punt, I can understand it. Um, Taylor Motter at 2500 in a good hitter's ballpark against a struggling Tyson Ross. I can see it behind that if you need that one. Uh, see if Gavin Ciccini's in the lineup. Oh, so he's uh, 2400 but he's facing Scherzer, so I don't know if you want to go there. The punts are not around right now. That's just not there. Yeah, there's... Punts are bad at shortstop. You're going to have to pay up at shortstop at least in you know, 3000 range. Going to the outfield, there's always tons of options here. you got Aaron Judge at 55, Blackman at 54, Betts at 53, all good options. Uh, Harper at 52. Did you see his laser yesterday? My God. Nelson Cruz at 5K. Springer at 5K versus Pomeranz is a great play. Duvall at 48 versus Woods in Great American Small Park. Bellinger, I told you I love him at 4,800. That is just outstanding. Benintendi at 48, Maven at 47, Hernan Perez at 47 is definitely in play, uh, Ian Desmond, Giancarlo Stanton at 47, I love that play, even though I love Newcomb, Stanton's a great, great play, almost every night right now the way he's hitting, J.D. Martinez at 46, definitely in play, definitely in play, C. Dick at 46, love Mitch Hanniger at 46, I don't care if it's lefties or righties, he was hitting lefties and righties before he went on the DL, He's back. I watched. I let him get healthy again. I watched him a few games. He's hitting everybody again with power, lefties and righties. He's in play at 46. Shebler at 46 is in play. Because Wood, the one thing with Wood, he's only going five, maybe six innings. So they're going to get bullpen after that. JBJ at 46. Brandon Belt at 46. Avisil Garcia is on fire again. He's 4,500 hitting lefties and righties. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon is on fire. He's 4,500 bucks in play. Low Kane's heating up. He's had a few home runs this week. He's 4,500 bucks. Keep him in mind. Don't mind that at all. Domingo Santana is 4,500 bucks, swinging a good stick for Milwaukee. Marcelo Zuna crushes lefties. He's 4,500 bucks. Steven Souza Jr. went deep last night. He's 4,400. I told you I liked Dexter Fowler yesterday at 3,800 bucks. I liked that St. Louis Milwaukee stack that went off. Fowler had a big game. He's 4,400 versus Gossman. I like the little. Uh, if you're only going to go like a couple bats from St. Louis, I like the the um, Fowler Carpenter one two punch again. I like it a lot. Um, Adam Fraser leading off 4,400 versus Butler is not bad at all. Howie Kendrick versus Corbin, I love Kendrick versus a lefty, especially a lefty like Corbin at 44 is very much in play. As you go down the list, Peralta against Nola at 43 is a good look. And Ciarte 43, Mancini, okay. Bautista against Quintana at 42 is a good play. Gamble at 42 versus Ross, I like that a lot. You can also go Gamble, Hanniger. Uh, uh, why am I freaking blanking? Oh, my God. Cano, Cano, Cruz, and then uh, Seager. 
I don't like going five man stacks, but they're all in play. If you don't want to play gambling, go four man with with uh, Hanager on. But there's some good options there. If you don't want to go, if you want to go three man, you can stop at Cruz. But there's all kinds of ways to go with Seattle. Uh, Mazzara, no. Span forty two leading off for the Giants. That's good value for Coors. Justin Upton at forty one hundred bucks. Price tag's dropping. That guy, I know he's streaky, but he's a really good ball player at forty one hundred bucks. Good upside against Rossimo. Grossman at forty one versus Carrasco. Some value there. Told you I like Chris Taylor at 41. Good value. Suspedis and Bruce, 41 versus Scherzer. If you want to get weird. Gregor Blanco probably leading off against Nola at 41. It's pretty steep for Gregor. I know, he, I know he's been productive. That, that's, that's steep. Eddie Rosario is up to 4K after his big night. Michael Brantley, 4K versus Turley is not bad at all. Eric Thames, 4K. I like that a lot. Adams 4K, Shebler, or, I mean Kepler 3900, I like that. Kyle Schwarber's up to 3900 versus Williams. I know he's batting at the bottom of the order. He's swinging a better bat of late, a much better bat with some power, and Williams is really, really bad. I don't mind Schwarber tonight. Corey Spangenberg 39, I mentioned that one earlier. Uh, Aaron Althair, I love him again tonight. 3900 bucks, love Althair. Get him in your lineups if you, even if it's a one off, if you're not stacking Philly, very. Tons of upside without there today. Bradley Zimmer at thirty eight hundred bucks, great, great upside with with Zimmer and Chisenhall, both thirty eight hundred bucks versus Turley. Never owned like like I always tell you sometimes stacking, you don't always have to stack the main guys. Stacking the bottom of a lineup, Chisenhall and Zimmer at the bottom of the Cleveland lineup is not the worst stack against Turley. You can even go Zimmer, Chisenhall, and loop back around to the top of the order with like Santana, who's cheap. You get three cheaper options in Cleveland stack. You can go Zimmer, Chisenhall, Santana, Kipnis. Go eight nine one two. You get an interesting stack right there. Just throwing out options for you, folks. Biscotti at thirty eight hundred bucks and Fam at thirty eight are interesting looks for St. Louis versus Gossman. I don't mind those at all. Calhoun thirty eight hundred versus Kennedy is a very nice looking play. Some good plays as always in this three K range. Like I always tell you, you don't have to pay crazy. They're priced high for a reason. I get it. They're good plays. You can still get good production elsewhere. Franchi Cordero is the name of the day, the last few days for San Diego. I know he's been playing really well. Good left-handed bat. He's in play tonight. He's $3,700. He's swinging it great. I don't blame you for playing him. He's going to be chalky, but he's in a good matchup. So Cordero is in play against Guerra. Not going to say not to play him. Just beware. He's probably going to be chalky. Cargo against Samarja, 37. You got Marcakis, 37s in play. Eric Young Jr. is up to 3600 bucks, but he's swinging a really good stick. Uh, I can definitely get behind him. Renfro at 36 with great home run upside. I like that a lot. Tons of good plays here in the 3K range, guys. Tons of them. And tons of home run upside, which I love. Tonight, there's going to be a lot of home runs tonight. So, stackings might not be the best option. Just picking home runs, a couple two-man stacks and stuff like that might be the better plays. So, keep that in mind. There's a lot of ways to attack this slate. Um... As we get down to your lower 3K ranges, it gets a little bleaker. So uh, pitching is really, really good. Like I mentioned, there's a lot of good ways to build. I love these Friday slates. Uh, Gregory Polanco is only 2,900 versus Butler. I know he's slumping mightily, but there's a ton of upside there in a punt department. Uh, as you get down a little farther, uh, da, 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 da. I mentioned Brett Phillips before at 27. Don't go there. I went past the one I wanted to mention to you guys from yesterday. I was talking to you, and I got distracted. Now, there's Del Scalso always for Arizona. He's 3K if he's in the lineup against Nola. Some upside there as a punt play. Malik Smith is 3,100, but he probably won't be starting. Uh, Peter Borjos, where the hell did he go? He usually gets to start against the lefty. Um, yeah, there he is. Peter Bordel's $2,700. bucks. he will probably start against Daniel Norris and lead off. So keep him in mind if you're playing Tampa Bay or you want a cheap leadoff batter as a punt. Borjo's at $2,700. will be in play in that one. Uh, where's my boy at? That hit a home run last night and he was cheap as hell. Where'd he go? There he is. Keon Broxton's up to $3,500 bucks tonight. He's in play again tonight. But, uh, yeah, he got it done for us last night. Super cheap. Told you he's a good punt play. He went ding-dong city. So there you have it, folks. Loaded 15-game slate. Loaded. Uh, back to your pitching real quick. Your top options. Scherzer, 12-9 at the Mets. Severino, 11-5 at Oakland. Seamart, 11-3 at Baltimore. 
We go Scherzer, Severino, Seamart. Your next tier, Carrasco's 94 at Minnesota, Paxton 88 at Texas, Manaya 73 versus the Yankees. You go Manaya, Carrasco, Paxton. You got five punts. Biagini, 69 versus the White Sox. Fires, 66 versus Boston. Newcomb, 65 versus Miami. Nola, 63 versus Arizona. Guerra, 62 versus San Diego. I rank it Biagini, Nola, Guerra, uh, Newcomb, and Fires. Lots to like there. When we're talking stacks, you got Coors, obviously, Colorado, and the Giants. And then you got Cleveland, who I love versus Turdy. I mentioned that they have a 5 2 6 total. I love Seattle going up against Ross in his first start back at a 5-1-5 total. Dodgers versus Adelman. Lefties are in 336. Righties 314. 5-1-0 total. Start with Bellinger and build from there. You have to get Bell. Even if you don't stack the Dodgers, Bellinger is such a great play tonight. I usually don't put chalky guys on my cover. I even putting Cody Bellinger on my cover tonight. I don't care if he goes 0 for 4. I love Cody Bellinger tonight. He's a great play. Um, Milwaukee. Love that stack. They'll be so low owned compared to... Well, all stacks usually are low-owned outside when Coors is involved, which I love. Milwaukee against Miguel Diaz and then the San Diego bullpen. Um, Milwaukee's got a 5-1-0 total. Detroit against Ross Ramirez. Lefty's in 347. Righty's 301. I love J.D. Martinez. Just about this cheap. Alex Avila at 4K is a very nice-looking play there. Um, Houston Astros versus Drew Pomeranz. Lefty's in 317. Righty's 291. Keep that in mind. Texas versus Paxton. Cubs versus Trevor Williams. Lefty's hitting 362. Righty's 350. Trevor Williams getting hit hard all over the place. Uh, Pirates versus Eddie Butler. Lefty's 369. Righty's 371. Keep that in mind. I mentioned Phillies are sneaky. 463 total versus Corbin. Lefty's 310. Righty's 373. So keep that in mind. I like uh, some nice Phillies. Aaron out there. Definitely in play at 3900 bucks. Howie Kendrick, a nice play in the outfield also. And Rupp, a value catcher at 22. You got Tommy Joseph and some others. Nice plays there. And then you can mix and match throughout. You have the Rays versus Daniel Norris. Lefty's in 324. Righty's 344. Tons to like there. Um, St. Louis versus Gossman. Lefty's 300. Righty's 375. Yeah, so getting in tonight. Lots and lots to like on a loaded 15-game slate. But uh, good luck. Hit me up with any questions. Remember, follow the Twitter. I tweet out stuff all day long. Uh, at BDentric, check us out, thesportsdgens.com. Uh, the real Josh G, he had your NASCAR last week. He slid into my inbox last night with the preview of this week as NASCAR uh, DFS slate. It'll be posted this morning. Doc will have your UFC preview, the free card on UFC Fight Pass for this weekend, uh, Holmes versus Correa. we got all kinds of good stuff to like, but more importantly, let's get at it on your MLB DFS slate. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday June 16th edition. Good luck. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. I'm out.